you've been searching for that something, welcome my friend. Come on in and spend time with women just like us who come together to unlock true success and potential in our hearts, lives, and calling. I do know what it feels like to just want it all, to be ready to scale, to want to have that work-life balance, more authentic relationships, but then feeling stuck, second-guessing, imperfectionism, people-pleasing, just to list a few. I want you to understand that it is not about our ability to manage a busy life. I want to help you recognize that there's so much more to becoming a fulfilled, successful, purpose-fueled woman. And it can be simple. Let's do this. Let's walk this journey. Let's step into your hidden confidence. Welcome to Her Unapologetic Life. Hey there. Welcome back to Her Unapologetic Life. Mercedes here again for episode 106. And we are on a topic today which can sometimes create a little bit of mind drama and reaction. And so just give you that disclaimer because we're talking about finances um, in the terms of money. You know, we could go in all sorts of directions when it comes to finances. Uh, but I wanted to talk about money uh, because it's something that, at least for me, was kind of taboo to talk about growing up. Um, and I really didn't have much of a clue about it as I grew up. Um, and so I thought for today, let's let's go there. We've, we've talked a lot about prosperity, about abundance, about, you know, lack mindset versus abundance mindset. And money really does tie into that. And so regardless of if we like to talk about it or not, money impacts our daily choices, our daily lives. And I decided to not to take too many notes this time. I thought I'm going to just kind of riff from what's been going on, from what I see around and what's been going on in my mind, and see what resonates and see what doesn't, see where you're at, right? So first, when I talk to people, um, and I start, I start to kind of hear about their, their um, history with money, with finances, um, I like to listen for things like, you know, what are their beliefs about that? And what are, what's going on? Um, how, is it, how is their lifestyle? How is it affecting their lifestyle? Um, and just kind of hearing, you know, about those things. And it's pretty easy to, um, to quickly hear some of these things and these patterns that come through. And so some of the things that I see um, when, when I start to talk about money with women who I work with or with friends or even with myself in my own mind, these are some of the things that come up. So I wanted to talk about that, like things that come up that get in our way of having a really healthy, abundant relationship with money. Okay. First off is our beliefs, our conditioning. You know, we call them our limited belief system. Um, we really have these beliefs that we, we kind of create over time, depending on um, a lot to do with their family of origin, a lot to do with whether, um, you know, family in the past has had money or hasn't. We come up with this, like, belief system of what money really is. Um, and some of those beliefs are, yeah, well, we never had enough, so I really shouldn't spend any, right? I'm frugal, um, they say, or others um, where, where I kind of fall sometimes is where I have enough, so really shouldn't ask for more, right? I should just give, 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 be generous, um, but don't need to receive anything. Some have learned like, oh, money is the root of all evil, right? You hear about that. Or money doesn't grow on a tree, or um, we don't have enough money for that. I hear some parents talking a lot with their kids about, oh, we don't have enough for that, or do you know um, where we had, what we had to do to get you that? A lot of these like belief systems um, that lead to the conditioning that we have around money um, can really get in our way. I think we would all agree on that, correct? <laughs> and, and kind of think to yourself, what comes to my mind that is a belief about money that might get in the way? Another one then 
you know, once these beliefs going on, these, this conditioning stuff, is our expectations and judgments of ourselves and others around money really can like pop up and get in the way. Um, and I'm talking more specifically around um, our relationship with ourselves and other women um, for, for the for the sake of today, since, you know, we're talking about um, money and how it affects our lives. And it, of course, affects all of our relationships, um, for sure, especially our um, family, you know, immediate family too. Um, but when I, I'm thinking for today a little bit more about, um, you know, what are we expecting from others when it comes to, you know, the way they spend money, how they live their life, are they keeping up with the Joneses, all these things that are stirred up in us. And I think if we get really honest with ourselves and we're okay with acknowledging our beliefs that cause us to have expectations um, of others and ourselves, um, we're going to be a lot more able to move through these um, things that get in our way and to have a really healthy relationship with money. Um, so just keep in mind, um, expectations can get really like, woo. Um, and then I notice a lot, you know, um, expectations and judgments of other women. Um, I have those same things in my own mind sometimes where, you know, if I feel like, oh, that she is really, you know, taking good care of herself. She goes to the spa, she's spending this, she's spending that, she's getting eyelashes, she's doing this. And when it comes down to it, <laughs> It's really like a way of us saying, you know, hmm, should they be spending their money or their time on themselves that way, right? Um, and so just be mindful of that. Um, kind of goes into number three of what can get in the way is how we spend our own money. We might be judging others how they're spending their own money, but also too, like the way we spend our money really shows um, if if that our, our relationship with money is getting in our way or if it's really healthy, um, you know, and so. So if you're, you know, with if you're being very restrictive or if you're overspending, you know, there's the, you know, I can only do this have a coupon or there's the um, I'm, you know, retail therapy in it every day. Those are some things to look for. Right. Um, and then finally, the one thing that really gets in the way, this has beliefs in how um, this has to do with beliefs, too, but it's how we see money like you know, do we see money as being helpful or hurtful or a blessing or a curse? You know, so it gets more into rather than the beliefs of like how I can be with money. It also gets in the way when we're thinking money is bad. Um, and, and, you know, we get into the whole like, why do they have money? Why don't I? And it's just really easy to, um, to get into that. And if you have a hard time like figuring out what's getting in your way, uh, the first thing to ask yourself is, okay, what do, what does my family of origin um, think about money? What things have I been taught? What are those beliefs that come through? More specifically, what, what about my mom? Like, what did she, you know, did she have to work hard for her money? Did she have money? Did she not? Did she have to depend on the men in her life? Those different things. Um, and then also the, the women in your extended family. And then, you know, the people that you hang out with. Um, and it's just, it's interesting because unearthing these things that get in our way, um, it's pretty easy to see them when it comes to finances and money because it's, it's one of those hot topics, right? Like when you hear about, oh, one of the bigger issues in relationships is usually money. And it's it's not usually like, oh, he hates money and she loves it. It's how are we going to spend it? Do we agree on that? What are beliefs are we bringing into our, into our marriage about money? Um, and, you know, who gets to be in control and all that. So as you can see, it's a, it's, it's a hot topic. Totally worth talking about. So look at some of those things. And then, you know, what are some ways I like to say is to expand our view on money, to create a healthier, healthy relationship with money, 
you know, and that's kind of where you bring it back to yourself, where you get to define your own financial goals, your own value system, your own belief system about it. And this takes so much time, ladies. It's one of those things where you have, we have these beliefs that will creep up on us about this. Like I think, oh, I worked through this and then boom, I notice, oh, I'm feeling really like, like judgy over here because, you know, she's highlighting her hair and I'm not look so good. Like, should I spend the money too? You know, it's little things like this, right? Um, and, you know, it's just, it's not like we're maliciously thinking everyone should have hair like us, right? For the example. But it just, it gets, it seeps in the little cracks, right? And I think um, it's one of those subjects too that we're not like necessarily um, talking about around the lunch table with our, with our friends, right? But the thing is, you do get to decide how you view money. You do. Um and then the second way to really get healthier and expand that view when you do decide that, hey, I want to take the front seat on this one is I like to reverse engineer something I've learned from most of my coaches where they're like, hey, if you have a goal of, you know, wanting to serve this many clients and you, you know, you, or you have a financial goal of like, what does this look like? You kind of take like where you really want to be and you reverse engineer it. Like, how do I have to get there? So it's not necessarily how much money you want to earn only for reverse engineering. It's more like, where do you want to be in your belief systems? Where do you want to be in your relationship to others with money? And kind of reverse engineer that, you know? So for example, if I really want to start investing in myself more and prioritizing my um, hobby time or whatnot, and I, I can't make this up, ladies. Right as I said this, my husband's just started up his race car. So <laughs> it's a good example of what am I going to invest in my hobby time? Because he's clearly burning some gas out there. Um, and so, you know, kind of like, that's kind of like, so reverse engineering that's saying, I want to go on a retreat this year. Then I get to go and I get to go back and decide like, okay, what needs to happen for me to get there, basically. One thing I love to do with clients too. So totally worth it to take the time for that. And then after you kind of reverse engineer that and you decide is to actually do it. <laughs> Spending money that you have, of course, or that you know you will have um, on what you want to spend it on. And seeing it as an investment in yourself um, at a whole new level, but then also at like kind of like putting, you know, money in the bank. It's like you're creating a foundation, you're creating a reserve within yourself to be able to be who you want to be and do what you want to do, if that makes sense. And so it's kind of like those things where we first look at like, okay, what do we really want to believe? And some of these things you might be like, uh, Mercedes, I don't really think that I can change this belief. I've always just believed that, one of the common ones is I have enough. I don't need to ask for more money. You know, my husband makes good money. Why should I have, what, you know, I don't need to work much or this or that. But a lot of women feel like unfulfilled inside and they want to, they want to give back and they want to earn and they want to grow. Um, and so that's an example of something that would be worth looking into and then reverse engineering that. Um, and in, in the belief system, what I've done, for example, with this, because I wrestle with that sometimes is I looking at money more as an as, as a an energy, and it's not like some like we there's a maximum energy, and we I've talked about this before in the podcast, maybe in the same way or different, <laughs> um, but since we need to hear things at least seven times, let's just go with it. But I I pretty much kind of see money like a give and a take and a flow, and if I'm going to be giving freely and um, giving giving giving, and I'm not receiving, then that's not going to be the checks and balances, right? Um, and it, there, it, there's no, like, God doesn't put a quantity on, oh, you've got enough, you're done, 
right? It's more like the more that you have to give, the more that helps the world. Does that make sense? And I know not everybody in the world has that worldview. And I, we can all think of people who are not, you know, sharing what they have. But for the sake of this podcast and us, I, I know that we're overgivers here. So that's why I'm kind of going with this, you know. Um, and if you see it as an energy, and then you also see it as the next generation is always trying to expand and grow upon the things they've learned. You're know, looking back at the women in your family, like what would they have done if they had had these beliefs, if they felt free to have this energy flow with within themselves and out, right? Um, and so it's just, it's really, it's just a really um, good way to do this. And so I've got a couple examples um, where I, I've gotten pushed up against the wall a little bit with some things and then also where I've been expanding. So, you know, every, when you're on social media and you're posting things, you never get to post, of course, your entire life. Um, and so recently I got to go on a trip to Florida with my friend um, and I posted the pool was like the only place we hung out. It was, as I said, I was hot and we had the most beautiful view. The reason I booked this VRB, I was in the most beautiful view of the inland waterway and these gorgeous yachts and boats were going by. Um, and you know, we're at this cute little VRBO and then my mom joined us halfway through and so did my sister, my Brazilian sister. And so we had plenty of space, but it was nothing superbly luxurious, but it was just the cutest kind of Spanish style home on Inland Waterway with this cute little pool. Um, the pictures made it look like we were probably in the heart of Miami. I'm not sure. But as, as it, as it goes, you know, we're going, when we're out there living our life, someone might get triggered. And, um, as a recovering people pleaser, I, I, you still get surprised when this happens, but have someone from my past who is like, Hey, Mercedes, love you. Love your posts about women, respect you, but your posts are not conveying what many women can really live that kind of lifestyle. And in fact, most women can't, you know, and then she ended it with just my thoughts. And, well, she'll remain anonymous, you know, um, isn't really a part of my group. So, you know, whatever for that. But it was like in the midst of, you know, relaxing in the sun, I read that and I was first like, is this a trick? Is this a joke? Like what? But this is an example I'm bringing to you today because we get triggered and then we can also trigger other people when we're out living our life. And, you know, I honestly, normally I, I respond. I'm, I'm a responder. I'm actually working on that in my life. I'm not responding as much. And I just let it lay. I wrote a response like in my notes on my phone, which I love to do about what I really wanted to say. And a lot of it was, you know, pretty much like, well, you know, your thoughts really aren't needed for one. But for another, the backstory to this trip was, you know, um, actually BRBOs can be more affordable than hotel stays, right? And we actually had more people there. And um, you know, some issues happened with the house where just to go to show it's just a normal house. And, you know, the trip I took um, was a trip that I was supposed to take a long time ago with my friend and my, you know, getting my mom to Florida again this year was something that was really needed after my dad died. And so there's the backstory, right? Like there's always a backstory. Um, but to not be defensive or to be justifying, I just let it lay, um, which for me was, was a step forward, I guess. <laughs> but I'm sharing it here. Because these are things that happen when we like let our you know life be out there and our light shining and our lifestyle um, can look a certain way to certain people. You know that's what's one of the examples of holding us back. Like oh, you know there was a little bit of like whoa Mercedes you're you're showing too much here and this isn't other women that you talk to can't do this. And I have gone on some trips that a lot of women might not go on or be able to go on, but this trip in particular. 
could do it. But anyway, so that's an example though, where like when we're buttoned up against that lack, um, the energy break, right? And how we respond to it, that's a whole nother thing. Um, you know, um, with love and just letting them be, or, you know, there's other people in my life where I might've been like, hey, listen up, lady, you know? Um, so we work through that. And then another example really of like expansion of my view on investment in myself and um, really like focusing a little bit more on what I'm needing when it comes to earning money and spending money is, you know, really started when I went um, to that mastermind in Asheville that I've talked about. Um, and it's been like four or five years ago. And this is kind of when I created my own practice, you, you know, kind of using my coaching and my therapy and, and kind of moving out of the insurance model and just settling more into like the kind of relationship I wanted with my clients. And um, all always wrapped up self-care, really nourishing food, time outside in the mountains. I mean, all these things that I was needing. You know, my kids were a bit younger then and I would just go on, I would travel on my own. Um, that's when I started to really realize how much time I really liked to be on my own too. So that's an example of the expansion. Um, and, you know, I guess the first example is an example of that I, I butt up against in the narrative in my family of origin that this woman gave me. It reminded me a lot of my family of origin. And the other expansion of that was to give grace and to process it and to really like decide like, well, how do I feel about this? Um, and I really came up with more of my goals and my own value system around all of this. So I hope this is making some sense. You know, like we can look at times in our life from the perspective of hindsight is 2020 and be like, oh, wow, this was really some good growth. So I'm, I'm encouraging you to look back too on your own life to see where you've grown. You know, I love it when the women I work with are um, investing in themselves and, and not just their children or not just their husband or putting everybody else first, right? That's kind of a, one of the themes um, that plays out with the women I know. Uh, we're just such generous creatures, right? Because we're a creature, but you know what I mean? Beings, souls, whatever you want to call us in this moment. Uh, but we also um, forget and we aren't necessarily taught about that the generosity has to go back. You know, it's kind of like the waves in the ocean. They don't just come up to shore, they go back. And so what are you, what's going back into you? Uh, it really does create that um, that prosperous life that we're talking about this summer, that work-life balance that everybody I talk to wants. Um, I remember one coach was like, oh, don't use that work-life balance. That's like such a fluff word. But it's really what most women I talk to, really, they want to find that. And the thing that I like to add to it is your own unique work-life balance, your own blueprint, your divine design. Because we think there's a certain work-life balance. We think there's a certain way to spend money. There's a certain amount to earn. But when we come up with our own formula, it's just, it's freedom. It's like this inner peace that I can't even describe. It's kind of like we're, when it's hard to breathe, like when you're going up a mountain, it's like when you finally get to the vista and you can see and you have like 10 deep breaths, that's where you want to be, right? That's where we're, that's the goal um, of, you know, my practice, my life, and of course this podcast is to unapologetically do that, be that. And so that's where I'm at when it comes to money. I want to hear like what stirred up in you, you know? Um, are you getting triggered by other people? Um, that's always a, a growth area, you know, all these different things. And you know where to find me if you need me. This is going to be a part of my, uh, my membership group that I'm, gonna, I'm forming and, and creating as we speak. And to really create a healthy relationship also with money. That's a really important thing. 
Uh, we'll have much more impact in the world. Uh, we will be, make be better use of our time if we have a solid foundation when it comes to our views on money, where we stand with finances, um, how comfortable we are sharing that with those around us. So that's where I'm going with it. I hope you enjoyed my less notes, but you know, it felt pretty good actually. It feels like I'm getting to a point where I can um, riff plus ramble a little bit in these without having to have everything scripted. Um, this is kind of what I like to do when I pre-do the podcast usually is to get out there, think about it, think it through. And these are the things that come straight to my heart. And so I put them down and off I go. So let me know how this landed with you. Um, and I really hope you have a great day. And next week we will be continuing with more um, and heading into the next season where we kind of have the viewpoint of that prosperous life that we want. I'll talk to you again next week. Hey there. Thanks for listening, my friend. If you like the podcast today, please stop by and leave me a review. I am new to the podcast world and would so appreciate it. If any of your friends, ladies who support you, or your team would like to hear this, please send them my way, will you? It truly takes the village. And I need help getting the message out that we can be that girl. That girl who lives her unapologetic life. Would you join me in the ripple effect? Look for other places to hang out with me and my tribe in the show notes. Until next time.